Hey pod fans, DM Adam here. You may remember that at the end of our first season, Gemma ran off with the reward money that our party had earned from all of that killing that they did and that village that they nearly burnt down even though it wasn't necessary. So what follows are a series of short interviews with the players in which we establish what they have been doing in the intervening six months prior to the start of Season 2. Season 2 will begin probably March... It kind of depends when people are free, um, and it will be great, and there will be less fire, because, yeah. Enjoy. Hey, look! Attention to... Dickheads! Try! Wow! Neat! Give me a break. Whoa! Where are we? I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and... Dickheads! Hey. Uh, let's just do a quick note on the thing. What have you, or more particularly, what has your character been up to in the six months since Gemma went and fucked off with all of your reward for the good job you did burning down that village and killing that guy? Okay. Um, my character has been working hard on his magic, and he's yeah. now level five, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So um, is level five. So you, you took the arcane trickster. I did. Uh, and uh, I've turned my on my dark web computer to get my um, character sheet up, but oh no, my dark web computer is sad. <laughs> <laughs> no change there then. Yeah, because I got some questions about the how how you level up. Okay, that's absolutely fine. So if, if you while you're waiting for that to fire up, let me know. Let's see what what have you been up to. Oh, okay. Well, um, like an actor who is resting, I thought I will take a bit of time out of the the old murdering game and okay. go off and just do something different. So we were in um, what's it called? Deep water. Yeah. Water deep. Water deep. Water deep. Yeah. Big so city. lots of opportunities. Yeah, so um, I went down to the previously rough working class bit, and I was part of um, the dreadful uh, gentrification of it, and I've written this all on my character sheet, but my character sheet's not coming up. Were you, was, it, was it largely, you know, kind of by force, lots of, like making people, threatening people until they agreed to, to sell their properties to to developers. Um, no, no, nothing like that. Um, I've opened up a, a lovely little vegan cafe down by the old docks. I mean, it's not very and... roguelike, is it? No, it isn't very roguelike, but I thought, well, I'll just, just do something different just for six months. Why not? Okay. Uh, I make lovely little... Um, Apple and banana muffins. They're very popular with all of the thieves and the rogues and the the ones with the man buns. And I see, so you're so you're just running the you're, you're just facilitating the crime rather than committing it. I'm just running a lovely little pop up vegan cafe. It's definitely not down a thing. Down in the docks, um, in uh, Mistshore, yes. Excellent. So it's you know it used to be a bit rough, a bit of character, and uh, I've come in, and uh, there's this big wave of gentrification, 
obviously. It's a bit like Shoreditch. Uh, so, yeah, I've got my lovely little cafe and um, I've just been running that. It's been very nice. Fantastic. But at the same time, I've been getting more and more angry about Gemma's betrayal. Well, that's understandable. And, uh, yeah, even though I'm now very um, centred and content I have love and respect for all animals. Um, I I just want to murder Gemma. Well, I, mur- I, mean, I want to murder her to death. Two hundred gold pieces is a lot of money. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you, you're not particularly hard up for cash. You're a you know a, a relatively well known adventurer, and as a thief, probably you know have a, a decent income from there anyway. But still, yeah. It's a, it's and a- my my prestigitation has been very useful in in making delicious um delicious vegan based snacks it's although obviously that's not powerful enough magic to make vegan cheese taste nice well obviously not no that that frankly is difficult to believe that exists uh, that's probably more of like a level 4 or 5 spell i would at guess at least yeah um so have you engaged with any of the others uh, have you spoken to any of them since you you left the uh... um me and dan um he came in and he was all drunk and uh he he just wouldn't leave me alone uh so yeah we had a bit of a tryst uh, well i mean it was inevitable really. obviously you could see how he was um how he was after me last time but um, he he'll deny it. Um, well, of course, we'll, we'll uh, speak no more about it. Less. Um, I don't think that will really influence it. I've so obviously, I've looked for Gemma because yes. I want to murder her to death and torture her. Well, I mean, um, no doubt you've got contacts in the criminal underground that would be able to help you try and locate her. Well, yeah, but you know, I've been busy, so um, I'm in a ukulele choir. That's quite good fun. Yeah, I'd and so. uh, I've uh, I've got a companion animal. Excellent. It's a cat called Stevens. Okay. And uh, yeah, he sits on my shoulders like a parrot. I see. Does he talk? No, he's a cat. Fair enough. Do you have any uh, any plans for the future? Uh, to murder Gemma. That's your your only only goal at the moment, is it? Just to murder Gemma is the, my main motivation. And would the the return of your uh, your lost reward sate your desire for revenge? Um, if it was combined with a very a very humble apology, um, then perhaps I would only half murder her. Okay, well, I mean that's that's progress. Um, yeah. You know, I think maybe with a few few group therapy sessions, you you might be able to to get past maybe. this bloodlust. Maybe we need to have group counselling. Hmm. I mean, I hear that. Um, I hear that uh, MDMA is very helpful in relationship counselling. Is it really? Hmm. Mm. So maybe if um, if we all went to group therapy and we did that, that might work. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll obviously uh, we'll have to see how things develop um, at the, for the start of, of season two, um, and obviously what everyone else has been up to while you've been running your little cafe. Yeah. Um, 
So, what was your? Have you got your managed to get your character sheets up and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm allowed to add two points to my um, scores, aren't I? Yes. So, you, uh, let me find you, rogue. So, we were level three, and you're now level five. So, you would have got an ability score improvement and uncanny dodge. Uh, and your roguish archetype because you hit level th- we hit level three right at the end. So yeah, yes, so you, ability, so you can either put two points into one attribute or you can put one point into two attributes. Yeah, so I've gone because uh, my spell casting ability is based on intelligence, isn't it? Yeah. So I put them both into intelligence that okay. put me onto fourteen. Okay. So that is now plus two. Yeah. So that then carries through in all kinds of ways. Doesn't yes, so it? that will benefit anything that is intelligence based as well as your spellcasting. Yeah. So, How do the saving throws work? Uh, so similarly, so saving throws basically will work the same as your regular checks, except uh, if you are proficient in a particular type of saving throw, you also get to add your proficiency bonus. Um, I don't. I think I can't remember what. Uh, so your saving throws are dexterity and intelligence. So your intelligence saving throws will be plus two. Plus, will be plus five because you get plus three proficiency at level five. Oh, so my proficiency bonus is now plus three. Yes, it goes up to plus three at level five, and your sneak, okay. attack, is, your sneak attack is now three d six. My so if, sneak. If you look at, yeah, your sneak attack. So if you look at the little table at the top of the rogue section of the player's guide, it gives you like a summary of each level, and it tells you what your proficiency bonus is, what your sneak attack is, and what thing you get at that level. Yeah, so I think I've added. Um, I think I've added my um, hit maximum points. Yeah. So your up. maximum hit points should be uh, either you roll a, a d8 and add your constitution modifier, or you can just take five. Yeah. The- so I took five for each level up. Yeah. Plus your constitution modifier, whatever that is. Plus my constitution modifier. Yeah, which might just be zero. Oh, it's plus plus one. Oh, what, for each level up? Yes. Oh, okay. And that's retroactive, so should your constitution go up at some point in the future, you retroactively gain the hit points from all the previous levels as if you'd had that constitution modifier at that level. Oh, okay. Right, so I think that puts me on 35 as a... Yeah, it sounds reasonable for yeah. Rogue. And then my hit dice. Yep. Yeah, so you just have five hit dice. Five d eight. Yeah. Okay. So my sneak attack is now three d six. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And that basically goes up every two levels. Yeah. Goes up one d six every two levels. Okay. Um, does my passive wisdom go up at all? No, passive wisdom is ten plus your wisdom modifier. Passives uh, are always passive. Anything is ten plus your uh, modifier, but passive perception tends to be the only thing that gets used a lot in terms of passive abilities. Oh, uh, okay. So I can go through and add um, add stuff to all of my. Um, you know, acrobatics, animal handling, yes, anything, stuff like that. Anything that's intelligence based. You can obviously add an extra. But then my proficiency bonus is now plus three, so I'll add some... Yeah, anything you're proficient in, that that goes up by one because of the proficiency bonus. That includes uh, any weapons, so your attack rolls for any weapons you're proficient in go up by one as well. Okay, interesting. Right, so my question then is how my intelligence going up 
changes my scores spell-wise. Uh, so your spell attack yeah. is 8 plus intelligence plus proficiency. No. My spell attack? Uh, let me double check that because I think I'm wrong on that. Because it was it's only plus spells. 3 before. Do you mean my spell casting? Yeah, so your spell casting... Um, let me have a look. Where is it? Uh, I can never remember which way around it is. It's it's two different things. So your spell attack is intelligence modifier plus proficiency bonus. So it'll be five plus five. Plus five now. Yeah, that makes sense. It was plus and three. Your spell save DC is eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your intelligence modifier. Okay, so that goes up to 13. Yeah. Yeah. What's my spellcasting ability? Because it was plus one. Uh, that'll be um, the spell plus... attack modifier. So it's plus five. Plus five? Yeah, your spellcasting... You, you basically, there's only two spell values that matter, attack and DC. So for spells where you have to make an attack roll, you use the attack modifier. And for spells where the other person has to save, they have to save against your spell DC. Okay, so my, my spell casting ability, I only had it as plus one. I thought it was just my intelligence. No, it's intelligence plus your proficiency bonus, because obviously. Oh, okay. Bonus, so. so my spell casting and my spell attack bonus are both plus five. And my spell save DC is plus 13. Yeah, so the spell casting thing is probably the spell casting level, is probably what it is on the sheet. So there'll be, there'll be caster level, there'll be attack modifier, and there'll be spell save DC. Um, but. Yeah, the only things that matter are the attack modifier and the save DC. Oh, okay. So I've got my my cantrips I can't change, can I? Uh, no. No. Uh, however, like basically what I will say is, um, for the purposes of this, if you want to change your cantrips when you level up, you can do, but you cannot change your spells. You obviously will add new ones, but you can't change them. Technically, that should only apply to warlocks who can change their spells every time they level up. But I will let because because it's okay. the first campaign. I will let you change your cantrips if you find that the ones you've picked are rubbish. No, my my cantrips I'm quite happy with. I did okay. read that that every time I went up, I was able to change one uh, trick I knew in the book. Let's have a look. Quite possibly. Um, da, da, da. Um, I'm not sure. You know, three level wizard spells, uh, nine spells column. Yeah, you learn one new spell. Whenever you gain a level, you can replace one spell you know, yes. Yeah. So you can replace one spell, but I'll also let you swap out the cantrips if you want. Okay. No, I'm going to keep my cantrips. Uh... Which is Mage Hand, and it goes invisible because I'm um, yes. uh, tricky dicky. Yes. And um, my spells, I'm keeping Magic Missile, okay. which is my one non-wizardy one. Yeah. Because um, I'm limited to wizards, um, and then the yes illusions and the what's the other category? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but I I followed those rules. Yeah, so, so they must be they must be wizard spells, two of which have to be from Enchantment and Illusion. Yes. 
Yeah, and then when I the, the new ones I add have to be in Enchantment and Illusion, don't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I added um, Sleep. I thought that yeah. was a good one. Okay. I make people sleepy. Yeah. Um, and then I swapped um, Disguise Self out and bought in Illusory Script. Okay. I thought that sounded like a good one. Yeah, it's quite good. It lets you write write magically. Yeah. So um, that's that's all of my character stuff. Cool. The points wise. Um, do I need to change any amounts of money or anything like that? Not unless you manage to get it back from Gemma. Okay. Uh, what I will do is probably sort out something at the start of the season so that you will get a bit of cash for what you've been doing, depending on what you've been doing. Uh, yeah. I, have, I haven't thought that far ahead yet, so. I mean, my my little cafe is going very well. Okay. So um, when you're working out how much extra money, I will bear it in mind. It's been a very it's been a very good year down on the waterfront. Okay. So I got there. I got there just as the just as the um, man buns were arriving. Um. And yeah. I've got a little okay. garden out front. They play hacky sack. They love it. What have you been up to? Or more accurately, what has your character been up to in the last six months? Uh, my... Since you absconded with all of the money. <laughs> my character has been dividing the money up into small bags and hiding it places with clues for people well, I say people, everybody except for Chris. <laughs> right, okay. You, you specifically want to antagonise Chris. Yep. <laughs> okay, excellent. So, um, are you just hiding, have you just been hiding them like in and around Waterdeep, or have you kind of gone further afield than that? No, just in and around Waterdeep, um, and with with uh, breadcrumb trails and clues and, yeah. Anyth- He's anything. been doing this out of a, a sense of whimsy. Yeah, yeah, because I've got loads of money and I don't need a job, so <laughs> I just thought <laughs> <laughs> nothing better to do with your time other yeah. than to torment your former colleagues. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, brilliant. So, have you been doing anything else other than planning this elaborate treasure hunt for your erstwhile friends? Uh, no, <laughs> no. That's should it. I? Should it's I have just, been? It's been dedicating all of your time to that. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fair to say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mostly um, I've been thinking of ways that I can really wind Chris up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that's going to be a common theme. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so, obviously during the, the six months, um, you have levelled up to level five. Yes. Um, just make sure you've got all that sorted before we begin. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it yet, but I have got the last podcast saved. Yeah, that's fine. Chris, has, uh, Chris and Dan have done theirs um, and got their stuff sorted. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do at the start of the next session. Um, I have a feeling you're probably not going to get any money because you've not been doing anything worthwhile. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's fine. Um, my well, apart from the 200 gold that you've kept for yourself, presumably. Yeah, I might. What I'm thinking I might do is. Um, Everybody was supposed to get 200, weren't they? And I'm thinking yes. I'm going to hide it so that everybody gets 100 of it. Okay. Except for Chris. Okay. That's my plan. 
And you're just going to keep hold of the rest. And I'll keep the extra. And then when they whinge and say that there isn't enough, I'll just say they must not have found all of the packets that I hid. (laughs) (laughs) That is wonderful. Um, (laughs) Excellent. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I like this plan. Um, Because Chris has made very little effort to track you down. Oh, good. Um, I mean, he's obviously been seething and wanting to find you, but doesn't seem to have actually put a lot of effort into into finding you. Sure. Um, to be fair, it's not easy to track someone down in, in Waterdeep if they want to remain in. It's a big city. It is, if they're leaving a trail of money wherever they go. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you haven't told them you've done it, yeah, then they don't know that it's there, so it's not like they're following your trail. Um, <laughs> I thought he would be. I thought he would be sniffing me down like a hound dog. No, no, he, uh, he decided against it. Um, had more important things to do with his time. Fair enough. Um, I've no idea what Dan's been up to, but our best guess at the end of the last session, I believe, was admin. Yeah, so, filing his tax return and and such like. Yeah, you know, important. A lot easier because he's got no done. money, you see. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, excellent. Okay, is there anything else that you want to bring up as part of your important character development? Um. No, I don't think so. I know I'm not a very developed character really <laughs> no I just I've just been hiding money and planting trails so as long as at the start of the next episode something's laid out for them to find so how are you going to do it are you going to wait until you see them again to tell them about it or are you going to like send them anonymous notes to let them know the money's out there I'm going to send anonymous notes to everybody except for Chris <laughs> um, and then when Dan and Graham start looking for money Chris might cotton on to the fact that that's what they're doing and then start looking as well okay but excellent I like I like the sound of this I can um, send you some clues if you like I can write <laughs> I'll write some notes and send them over that would be good and I can I can feed these back to them yeah. see how they respond right okay so Daniel Yes. What has your character been up to for the last six months since Gemma absconded with your hard-earned cash? So, um, I believe... Hang on, let me just pull my character sheet. I had some stuff I wanted to flog anyway. Um, how much well, it's not have? difficult. You know, Waterdeep is a big city. Um, you'll not really struggle to find people willing to buy whatever you have to offload, legal or otherwise... Um, though obviously depending on exactly what it is you're trying to shift like for example if it was the head of the dude that you murdered it's going to be slightly more difficult than if you're just trying to offload some like unmarked gold bullion I've got a bronze statuette and I think I got some art okay well I mean they shouldn't be too difficult the bronze statuette definitely easy to sell you know yeah. it's it's just going to have kind of basic intrinsic value the art possibly a bit more difficult um, you've got to find somebody that actually appreciates its value and can give you something decent for it um, but you know you're a thief well con man basically yeah um, so you know you'll you'll have contacts that will enable you to shift this especially in a six month period that's not going to be too difficult for you to do cool lovely um, um, so sorry. what I will do is in terms of, of finances um, I'm going to sort out some money for everybody at the start of next session based on the things that they've been doing over the last six months cool, lovely um, have the other two mentioned anything to me about chasing after Gemma or not chasing after Gemma so I uh, haven't done Graham yet because he was busy so did Gemma uh, so, and Chris 
Um, and I'm not going to tell you specifically what they did. Uh, oh no, no, no. but I, that I kind of spoils it. But no, nobody has nobody has said that they wanted to uh, team up with you to track down Gemma and retrieve uh, your money. But obviously, mm. if you want to try and track down Gemma, you can. But bear in mind, you already know the outcome of this, which is that you are unsuccessful at the end of the six month period. Um, okay. So. so I think what I will do is. So I don't think it's particularly realistic that I don't do anything. What I will start to do is uh, establish a bit of a, like an underworld network, if you like. So, you know, start going to, I mean, as part of my sort of selling the statuette and the art, start going to, you know, the right uh, dive bars and parties and stuff. Um, and try and find some like, you know, the slightly classier end of the underworld. You know, where, where it's not like bar fights and stuff, but more... Um, you know, delicate soirees with poisoned glasses of wine and that kind of stuff. I see. So you're you're very much, uh, you know, nobbing with the uh, the aristocracy and stealing all of their stuff. I, I'm going to be careful not to shit where I eat, if I like, if you like. Um, okay. No, that's that's very sensible. You don't want to piss off well-connected rich people in a big city. Yeah, I think I'll just start by sort of hiring myself out to do like. Um, minor wizardy things for criminals, but not necessarily awful things. Because I've got like detect thoughts and stuff, which obviously you know it's not going to be great in Waterdeep because every other bug will be able to do it. But you know, well, I, have... I mean, you say that, but that's you know, you have to bear in mind that yeah, there'll be adventurers coming and going, and mm. there will be various people who are you know probably mostly wizards, they'll be highly educated, this kind of thing. But mm. it's not like every, on every cor- every street corner there's, you know, a high level magic user. So, you know, your your abilities will still be uncommon, uh, if yeah. not rare. Um so, you know, yeah, hiring yourself out as a as a lookout or spy perfectly reasonable way to pass your time yeah I'll be going more for the kind of you know stuff that lets me think I'm discreet and suave and gentlemanly rather than just you know watching as three guys knock over a bank vault or something but um, yeah generally schmooze a bit you know try and uh, build up a reputation as a a bit of a connoisseur in the the underworld and um, yeah go to a few parties um See if I can uh, shag some bored noble women who are looking for something different, that kind of stuff. Excellent. Okay, brilliant. Um, so, obviously, during that, that period, your various escapades will uh, have resulted in you getting to level five, mm-hmm. um, which I believe you said you've sorted all your stuff Yeah, yeah I've done that. Um, so, you know, you'll, you've got all the usual, your extra spells, extra health. Um, yeah. So you are a... Sorcerer. Sorcerer, yeah. Gemma's the wizard. So you will have got uh, your ability score improvement at level four. Yeah. Nothing interesting at level five, but your proficiency has gone up to plus three, and obviously yep. you have your additional sorcery points. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of your spells. Yep. So that's all fine. Um, <clears throat> take whatever you need um, to round yourself out as a character. And then um, what I will probably do is give you all a chance to do a bit of shopping at the start of the next season if you want to with your money. Cool. So if you have anything particular that you want to try and get hold of. 
Um, uh, you can do, but bear in mind, although it is water deep and thus lots of stuff will be available, if you try and find, you know, if you want to buy something that's absurd, then no. No, I, I think I just want to buy some for. Oh, there's like wizardy magic armor stuff that means I won't die when someone looks at me, which would be quite nice. Uh, well, find the details and uh, I'll let you know whether or not you can have them. Um, cool. And if so, how much they're going to cost you. <coughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to raise as part of your six months of discovering yourself? Um, I, I, I mean, as I say, I'll be using my general um, floating about the underworld of Waterdeep to kind of keep an eye out for Gemma and stuff. And I can't remember if she's got stuff to fence or if it's just straight cash. Um, well, it's at the very least uh, 800 gold pieces. So. Yeah, um, I don't remember well she looted. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for her, um, and presumably it'll end up like it does. What? Hello. Hello. Right, you are last. Yes. Uh, what has uh, your character been up to in the six months since German ran off with all your cash? Well, as you may remember, uh, the murder in cold blood of Adrian uh, left me slightly shaken and I've been questioning um, my very existence bearing in mind that my uh, primary programming is to kill somebody who won't be born for eight or nine hundred years yeah I mean I I admit it gives you time to think Uh, I'm having something of an existential crisis and I have decided that Adrian well he may have deserved to die but we don't know that for a fact. And Dan's callous actions um, have made me really, yeah, just really affected me very deeply. So I have um, become a monk. Okay. Uh, but not a cool monk like in um, Dungeons and Dragons that do karate and stuff. Um, I've become a Harry Krishna. Okay. And I have eschewed my violent ways. I do a lot of meditating. I've become very spiritual, uh, and I've I've taken a vow of um, not killing and fucking people up. I see. And how's that been going for you? Uh, yes, very very well. I've um, been uh, managing to channel my rage into um, little uh, bonsai tree things and make you know those miniature Zen gardens. Yes, Got a very good yeah. one of those. Uh, except I've made it um, very, very large. Right, okay. So it's just a normal garden? Then. No, it is a miniature Zen garden that is big. Okay. There's a very clear distinction. No, no, I understand that. That's, right. that's perfectly reasonable. Okay, do not um, misrepresent my miniature Zen garden that is very, very big. I will not do so. Because I will get... No, I won't get angry. I have left the anger behind me. I am calm... I am a valuable, not human being, because I'm a robot, but you know what I mean. Yes. So, given your your newfound uh, calm outlook on life, um, have you made any attempts to track down Gemma and your money? No, because I have also eschewed uh, material possessions and uh, earthly wealth in pursuit of something more um, gooder. What's so, what's so, like deeper fulfilment? That that's what I want. 
So have you? Does that mean you've you've given away all of your weapons and armor and money and not the weapons and armor because they might come in useful. Um, but yes, I, I gave away the gold pieces. What I did have, I don't think I had anything else of any value. But if I did, um, it's all been given to okay. um, a Oxfam shop. Excellent. Okay, that makes things very interesting. Um, now, obviously, uh, in the in the period of of your monkiness, uh, where you have been meditating and you know helping people. Mm. No, not um, helping people. Okay, sorry. I, I, wouldn't want to. No, I'm, I'm trying to find my own spiritual fulfillment. Other people can go fuck themselves. That's a noble goal. Yeah. Um, you have uh, leveled up to level five. So yes. you can sort that out um, before we start the next bit. Yes, I will do that if I ever remember. Yes. It and is I my intention. And, I will try and remind you. Uh, Chris and Dan have done their bits already. Well, um, they would, the spods. Yeah, they're sucking up. Um, and um, although it's going to now be somewhat irrelevant for you, I am going to give you everybody a chance to do a bit of shopping at the start of the first session if there's anything that they want to obtain. Um, but obviously, if you don't have any money, well, I um, could um, I can pay in uh, wise words and spiritual awakening. Okay. Um, well, if there's anything that you decide that you want, um, then. Um, we'll see if it's a if it's available. Which, as I said, as long as I said to Dan, like as long as it's not absurd, it's a big city. You can get hold of most things, um, and then we'll work out how much it's going to cost you in money or words. Okay. Um, and I think that's probably about everything. Unless you have anything else you want to drag in. Um, not into this Dungeons and Dragons realm, but I'd like to um, slag Dan off for five or so minutes. Okay, you can do that. He's, he's just awful, isn't he? He's just the worst. Mm. He's just one of the worst human beings I've ever encountered. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not entirely his own fault. Well, uh, I suppose. I mean, you've got you've got to work with what you're given. He could have introduced me to worse people. Yes. Then he would look better by comparison. Yeah, I mean that's just a missed opportunity. Yeah, but he's yeah he's just a really really dreadful person. Yeah, I mean he doesn't even listen to our podcast. No, exactly. It's appalling, really. That's why I have to say on that subject, really. Oh, it's Dan back. Hey, girlfriends. Dan, are you back? Uh, me, yes. Oh, I was just saying how much I like you. What a great guy you are. Uh, I'm quite sure that's not true. Right, I have returned. Everybody, everybody is back. So we have established what everyone, everyone has been up to um, in the, the last six months um, and where we will return as Gemma decides that, you know, it's time to, to meet you all again. Um, I will come up with a suitable contrivance to bring everyone back together. Um, I will give everyone an opportunity to do a bit of shopping if they want to, to get some items. So have a think if there's anything particularly you want. Nothing too extravagant, but, you know, all reasonable offers accepted. Um, I I mean, where would we go shopping? Waterdeep. And what money would you spend? It's a massive city. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, you know, maybe I've made a lot of money doing other things whilst I've let my my rage for you ferment. Like... (laughs) 
like nasty homebrew cider. I mean, bear in mind, people had some money to start with, so and and may have acquired some from looting all of the guards that you did brutally murder in that town. Was that an option? Shit. Um, <laughs> well, the, all the guards you brutally murdered, you, you murdered a lot of people, especially you, Dan. You kill people in cold blood with no like thought whatsoever. Yeah, because um, it's fun. Yeah, and so. Uh, you may have money that you want to spend, or as I said, I may. Depending on what you did during the six-month period, you may be eligible for some money at the start of the session. Okay, um, is there a is there a water deep version of Argos where uh, I can yeah, look? So, if you look in the player's guide under Chapter Five, right, there is uh, like basic equipment and uh, adventuring gear and bits and pieces. If you want like magic items, so like or like slightly rarer items that might be buffed in some way. <coughs> then if you just search for um, like D&D 5e magic items uh, the, uh, the player's handbook PDF is very inconvenient I would like somebody to print it out and sell it in a shop <laughs> that would be better wouldn't it it would be a lot better I don't know you why could bind it like a that. book yeah mm. um, make sure that any mm. items you find are 5th edition because they, if they're from previous editions, they might be completely broken or unusable. What if they're from sixth edition? Then I will accept that because uh, you are a time traveling robot. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring back some excellent items from the sixth, and maybe even seventh and eighth editions. I've got a question. Yes, you can, Thanks. Chris. Um, so you've you've spoken to us individually. And yes. what's been said is not for other players to know. Well, I mean, it is. It just wasn't for them to know before I'd spoken to everybody. Okay. So when make you sure make that... this into a podcast, I'm allowed <laughs> yeah. to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just didn't want what people had said to influence them what somebody else Oh, no, I didn't know right. was going to listen to what I've said. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Chris. I did know um... that Dan wouldn't listen to what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I bet um, Dan is going to um, deny like, what I it's said. It's up to you. Like, you don't have to listen. If you want to keep it all completely... Don't listen, Chris. You, know, you don't need to know. Don't listen. Um, but the only thing I will say is, obviously, the usual disclaimer about metagaming applies. The things that you will know if you listen to the podcast are not things that your character knows. I mean, I don't think my opinion of Gemma could be worse right now. <laughs> oh, really? So... Are you sure about that? <laughs> Um, I, re- I reckon it can be, Chris. I reckon yeah. it can be. Have you so, have you I'm been like, dissing my banana and apple health muffins that I no. sell in my cafe? No. Nope. Because if you have, that's the one thing that would really rile me further. No, nope. I think I love button. She just spent ten minutes slagging him off to Adam. I didn't. <laughs> she did. She was proper cunting you no, off. It was it was more like five minutes to be fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fair play. Yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm so full of rage. Um, I'm not going to be able to shit myself. I'm just <laughs> just going to become so constipated with anger. Or maybe that, um, you'll be shitting yourself too much because of the rage, and you won't be able to stop. That's how it goes for me. Um, I don't know. I mean, either way, I'm not going to attempt it anymore. I'm just going to be focused yeah. on murder. That's that's fine. With or without a trail of shit behind you. Yeah. I feel like I'm motivating you to improve your battle skills, and that can only be good for the group. 
Mm. Well, I mean, I would be surprised if I'm the only one who's furious with you. I think you are. I genuinely think you are. <laughs> it's the principle more than anything, isn't it? No. Yeah, it's double crossing. Double crossing is never, never popular. Um, no. I have a lot of respect for what Gemma did. I think it took guts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have to admit, um, yeah, grudging respect. I think, yeah, well played. Good, good one. You can keep that money. Fair enough. <laughs> good luck to you. Mm. I don't think so. I, no. Well, we'll find out when we listen to the podcast, won't we? I've got, I've but got I've already heard vet Graham, bills to pay. Say that again? I've already heard Graham's bit of the podcast because I was sat in the same room. Oh, you should have um, filled your ears with wax, like Odysseus. Yeah. I didn't know. No, (laughs) Odysseus didn't, did he? Odysseus would have been Graham and you'd have been his um, sailors. He should have filled your ears with wax so that only he could listen to Adam. Yeah. And Adam is the sirens in this case. Yeah, well, I've got no idea what you're talking about, but I'm just going to say... Yeah, that I right. made it highbrow. Adam is a you siren yeah. in every case. Too highbrow for me, my yeah. friend. Just here to lure you onto rocks. Mm. Yeah. With your nice tits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got disturbing. I don't really have any response to that. Dungeons and Dickheads is a two-star productions... Uh, production for Two Star Podcast. If you like this, tell your friends and send us a message on Twitter at Two Star Podcast with the word two, not number two, because they they are fuckers and they must be brought down. Maybe that's a bit strong. Maybe they could just go away. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm looking at some pictures of sirens on Wikipedia and they don't look in any way sexy. Well, it was the song, wasn't it? It wasn't necessarily just the appearance. Mm. Well, they could they just would put their, a CD they would do their on their sexy, sexy singing. Why do they need to be birds go, at all? Oh, that, that voice sounds well hot. I want to go over there and see who it is. It would have to be a really good song to make me want to fuck a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've just we've just established that there is a song that would do that. Oh, yeah. So, it's the birdie you're song. falling into their trap. <laughs> have a, a drum hit, please. Uh, I'll see what I can do in post. The bird is the word. That's a good one. Uh, Birdhouse in your soul. <laughs> I was going to say mm. that. As well. I couldn't remember what it was called. Uh, it's two little birds by Bob oh, yeah. Marley. Uh, uh, I a like little birds hen. By eels. I like mm. birds. That's a good one. Um, yeah. They call. I mean, the um, we've established is there is a there is a wide there is a wide body of work yeah. that would entice you to fuck a pigeon. <laughs> it turns out, yeah, most yeah, all this. Do you know they call um the the birdie song in America they call it the funky chicken? <laughs>